What is up, everybody? I am Ant, your current and longest reigning WWE pay-per-view champion. And I'm joined by my co-host and good friend. Introduce yourself, sir. Christian Morales, co-host of the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm here to talk about Monday Night Raw and uh, coming for that pay-per-view championship coming up in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, come for as much as you want, but you'll never be able to get it. Um, speaking of things, welcome to the first uh recap of 2023. It's a whole new year. Happy New two, Year. Happy New Year. We're both two single guys, you know, on the very start of the new year, happy about it. Um, we got some changes within the program, we got some fun stuff going on. I'm excited for the new year. And we're going to kick off things with WWE Monday Night Raw live on January 2nd, 2023 in Nashville, Tennessee, Music City. Of course, got to go there to open Raw. And as Monday Night opens, the bloodline is seen attacking uh, security guards, and the Usos get on the headphones and say, we run the show, they destroy the Raw announce table, and then Kevin Owens comes out. And so he says, tonight is a hostile takeover by the bloodline. People are going to get hurt, and it is because of you. Remember, Sammy is pissed because we talked about this on SmackDown. Kevin Owens nailed the stunner on him. And, uh, you know, now Roman's kind of mad. So Kevin says, all I want to do is punch you in the face. And then Adam Pierce comes out with security guards. And he asks the guards to leave, or he asks, you know, the bloodline to leave. But so takes out all the security guards. Owens runs into the ring, gets attacked, and then a bunch of wrestlers attack the bloodline and chase them out of the ring. And then Adam Pearce says, I'm going to put the bloodline members all in matches tonight. So the initial hostile takeover by the bloodline was stopped by Kevin Owens and the Raw brand. What do you think of the bloodline taking over Raw and now finally getting stood up to by um, the brand starting off 2023? Not a good look already. You know, stuff like this is always exciting uh, to open up shows like this. Um, you know, the I think the Raw locker room coming out, you know, there's a lot of people who hate the bloodline. So them coming out uh, with Kevin Owens to, uh, you know, get in the brawl with the bloodline was was really this is just there's not much to say about this other than, you know, it just continues the story of, you know, Kevin Owens wanting to fight Sami Zayn and. uh good way to exciting way to start the show i forgot to mention i also like the way they opened it so it like sort of like the show opens and begins and then just sort of like breaks right into the bloodline attacking everybody so it was cool the way they opened it very different and unique which i like um we then go backstage with the raw women's champion bianca Belair, and bianca says alexa bliss can blame bray Wyatt all she wants but we all know alexa bliss whatever does whatever she wants and i will retain my women's championship so bianca you know is ready for bliss not much to say there we then go commercial when we come back and a bunch of the raw roster is backstage and they tell them pairs that they want a piece of the bloodline and adam says it's a new year in WWE, and time we act like it and he makes some matches for later on, and we'll talk about those matches when they start. 
Um, let's get to our first match of the night, the WWE Raw Women's Championship on the line. The Raw Women's Champion, the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair, defending against Alexa Bliss. And this is a long time coming. I feel like Bliss hasn't had a women's title shot since, like, Extreme Rules, like, what, 2020? I think, yeah, I think the last time she had a championship was, like, when she cashed in on Rousey. Yeah, so, like, it's been a while since that's happened, so I'm excited to see Bliss in the title picture. Here are just some quick notes from this match. Bliss drop kicks Bianca Belair to the outside. Uh, however, while they're outside, Bianca rams Bliss into the guard railing. Um, Bl- Belair accidentally runs into the ring post, and Belair's able to get advantage again and nails a suplex and three body slams and her cool springboard moonsault. Uh, Bliss slams Bianca's head onto the ring post, sending Bianca to the outside. And then a fan with a Bray Wyatt mask is at ringside and, you know, just in the crowd. And that sort of distracts Alexa Bliss as she stares at the man. Um, And then she's staring at the guy and we see the Bray Wyatt logo go on the Titantron. Bliss freaks out. She attacks the referee. And then Bianca, um, Bliss tosses Bianca Belair to the ring post many times outside and into the steps. And then Bliss DTs Bianca Belair onto the ring steps. And Bianca gets the win by disqualification. Afterwards, Bianca starts to bleed from her mouth. Bliss then lands a second DDT onto the ring steps and leaves. And then Montez Ford comes outside to help Bianca backstage. So, this match was just insane in the sense of like you know like it was a decent match but i didn't expect any of this to happen um were you a fan of this idea of bliss sort of getting these powers and just going crazy and attacking bianca or do you think that you know again i think you might mention you missed the goddess version of alexa bliss what do you think and what do you think of the match and bianca Belair, i mean man to bleed and like she's a hell of a good like uh you know baby face in terms of you know taking it but what'd you think right so uh, to answer your first question i i definitely think it's it just doesn't make sense why alexa's doing all the crazy you know uh uh what's it called character changes every time you know bray wyatt pops up it doesn't make sense to me because i i don't Again, have we heard Bray Wyatt on SmackDown even mention anything about Alexa Bliss or her being Sister Abigail or anything like that? No, we have not. He's doing his L.A. Night Uncle Howdy shit. So this is I, – I, I genuinely don't understand what they're doing. They have to be planning something big because they're on two different brands. Um, So I, I'm not a fan of that. Like I, like I did mention previously, I, I do – Miss the goddess Alexa Bliss when she was a heel, she was very, very over with the crowd. Her mic skills were fucking great. Um, I, I, I loved Alexa Bliss back in like 2017, 2018. She was a fucking good. She was, she was up to, she was up there. Her and Charlotte ran. Uh, her and Charlotte ran the women's division at 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 that time. Um, but the match itself, I thought it was a stupid finish with a match that was way too long. Um, you know, I definitely think, I don't think that, I think the dude in the crowd that was in the Bray Wyatt shit, I definitely think he, uh, was a part, like, I definitely think, you know, I don't think that's a fan, I definitely think that was, cause I, 
coincidentally, why would the thing pop up on the Jumbotron right after that? So that it, that caught my eye a little bit there. Um, I just think, you know, with the, with a disqualification match like this and, you know, we see Bliss go crazy on Bel Air after the match. I just think this is just another thing where they're going to show Alexa Bliss with her, you know, crazy uh, character here. And then, it, you know, that causes to do those random, random uh, attacks and then probably fight again at the Rumble. I have a theory that was going to end up happening is um, it's not going to be actually like Bray doing this. It's going to be Uncle Howdy. And anytime you see the logo, it's him trying to recruit people to go against Bray. And, oh. uh, you know, because she gets, you know, she was mad at Bray. She's like, you know, he abducted me, did all this stuff, da da da. And then she gets these powers. And then it's. That's know, a good theory. That's just what I think. I can see this happening to many different wrestlers on the shows, you know, where they're fighting and you just see the logo and they're like, uh oh, like, are they going? It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely was a plant. It wasn't like a real person. Uh, out there, but I really like this this thing going on with the women's division on Raw. It's a bit different. Um, I like what's happening there, and we'll discuss more about the women later on. We'll see. Austin Theory is backstage, and Theory says 2023 is going to be my year. I dropped Seth Rollins last week. Seth Rollins is the past, and I'm the new future. I'm out playing Rollins on every turn. Not too bad for a kid, huh, Seth? That's about it. Um. Good promo. Uh, we see Elias come to the ring. <laughs> I mean, there's really not much to say about. No, there's not. There's there's really nothing. There's it's nothing to say going about. on. It's just um, a usual theory promo. Yeah, Elias is back. It was in the ring. He's about to sing something, but he's interrupted by Solo Sokoa, and we have our Music City Street Fight, which was very entertaining. I must admit, uh, Solo sends Elias into the apron. Elias hits Solo with a cowbell. And uh, Elias goes to smash the guitar, but Solo moves before getting hit with it. Elias sends Solo into a drum kit and nails Solo with a cylinder set. Solo sends Elias into the speakers and hits Elias with a microphone on the stage. Um, Solo nails a Samoan drop and gets a two count. Elias nails Solo in the back with an electric keyboard and gets a two. Solo accidentally runs into the ring post and Elias hits Solo with a tambourine and splash in the corner. I can't believe I'm saying this in a match. Um, Elias nails a spine buster and gets a two count. Um, so nails a super kick. And who is this? What was this guy? Hardy? Who is this guy? Uh, the that he's a country singer from Nashville. Okay, so Tyler probably knows about him because he's from Tennessee. So this like country guy, he hits Solo with the guitar. Um, Elias jumps off the top, but is met with a Samoan spike. By Solo and Solo gets a three count win. A very fun, entertaining match. Listen, both these two men are, you know, Rise has been in WWE for a couple of years, but he still hasn't really done much in terms of like his potential. Solo is still up and coming. So it's great that these two guys are being featured and having such great of a match. My question for you is obviously, Solo is going places, he's the best. But who do you think is going to have more of a better year in 2023, Solo and Elias? And uh, what do you think of the match? Um, definitely Solo. Um, you know we, like I mentioned previously on SmackDown, we are seeing him being booked more as a singles competitor, more than 
you know, I know Jimmy and Jay Uso, and I know like Roman doesn't show up, and I know like I know these other members of the Bloodline really don't get singles titles or not singles singles matches in general. Even though they can put some all the Usos can put some really good singles matches, both of them, especially Jay, but both of them. So I definitely think Solo is gonna have a big twenty twenty three. I he he's just so freaking dominant. He's pick he's picking up wins after wins after wins. So I'm I'm just excited to see an opponent to give him some some competition. But about the match itself, um, it was good. You know what I mean? It, it was a it was a street fight. Um, I I don't think the crowd was too much involved in in it. Um, I just think you know we we just see Solo becoming dominant. Um, I personally didn't didn't watch too much of it just because I, I, I don't care too much about street fights when I know like I, I don't want to sound this guy, but like WWE street fights are kind of corny to me. I like the AEW street fights a whole lot better. So this street fight was just not it for me, but just just another match for solo can, to continue to be dominant as a singles competitor. Respect, respect. Yeah, I don't normally like them either. I will say this one wasn't that bad. I normally don't like the street fights either, but this one wasn't too bad. But I understand because, like, listen, I was a fast forward all the gimmicky street fight ones. Um, we're going to our next match and we'll cover that and then we'll take our first break. We have a six man tag match Sami Zayn and the Unisputed Tag Champions, the Usos taking on Kevin Owens and the Street Profits. And things aren't looking too good for the Street Profits and uh, Kevin Owens because Montez Ford is so out of his game because of the attack on his wife earlier on in the night. So everyone fights a start and Dawkins nails Enziguri. Um Kevin attacks Jey Uso and hits a senton. Um, Ford stands on the apron, doesn't tag him, and Kevin goes for a tag. And then that leaves a bloodline to attack um, Dawkins. And Owens as Montez Ford just stands on the apron. Eventually, Kevin Owens slaps Ford's chest to tag him in. Ford comes alive and he has a flying cross body to Jimmy Uso and Sammy. Um, Ford nails a frog splash to Sammy, but Jay breaks it up. Solo comes out and Kevin Owens attacks Solo, leading Sammy to nail a haluva kick to Montez Ford. And the bloodline get the victory. Afterwards, the bloodline attack um, the Street Profits and Kevin Owens until Drew McIntyre and Sheamus come out and take out the Bloodline. So Sami Zayn getting some kind of, um, I don't want to say, you know, retribution, but I guess a little retribution for Roman Reigns. He gets the pinfall victory over Montez Ford. What do you think about Montez Ford being so out of his game? That's not really normally like him. I get it's his wife and all that stuff, but I was like, are we seeing a heel turn down the line? Um, what do you think of this match? Because that's the only sort of thing that was really, truly, you know, thought-provoking about that match. I kind of thought the match, yeah. Um, you know, I don't know, because like I, mem like I mentioned previously, I don't see the Street Profits doing anything in WWE without them being the Street Profits. So it's kind of hard for me to imagine, you know, Ford turning on Dawkins and them becoming singles competitors because I guarantee you they get buried under the fucking ground. Um, I know there's rumors going around that Ford's getting a title opportunity this year, and I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, But he wasn't... Well, he has that reality show coming out, and you know how WWE is. Right. 
That is true. But look at the Miz. He doesn't have shit. <laughs> true, but, but but he was WWE champion. He was Air College champion, US champion, tag champion. You know, but I see what you're saying. Money in the bank. Yeah, you know, I understand. But um excuse me. You know, this is this is kind of weird to me, uh, to see Ford out of his game like that. Like you mentioned, I understand that's his wife, but I wonder if this is a real injury. Like, I wonder if this is, like, real. Like, something. what if something really happened? Um, You know, WWE hasn't announced anything yet, Um, but I don't know. Um, So that that did kind of throw me off. Um, But when he did get in, you know, he he had a little little bit of offense going in. Um, I definitely – I'm happy to see Drew McIntyre, you know, back. He came back. Um, I, I wonder if we're going to see the Usos and – Versus Sheamus and McIntyre, maybe. Uh, that's happening on SmackDown. Is it? Yeah, that's happening tonight on SmackDown. We're taping this on Friday. Okay. So tonight on SmackDown, <laughs> it's happening. Okay, it's now happening. Mind that. you're a mind reader lately, Christian. You've been a, uh, you've been calling the matches before they happen. Um, we have time to talk about this match really quick. I thought you know we were gonna go over, but we didn't. Um, Chad Gable comes out with Otis to take on Dexter Loomis, and uh, Gable applies an armbar. Uh, Loomis nails Gable with right hands and nails a bulldog, and Loomis rolls up Chad Gable and gets a three count. It really wasn't a long match, not nothing to this. What do you think of Dexter Loomis? I'm still very bored of him. What do you think? So listen, I went. And I'm 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 gonna mention this because it has something to do with what I gotta say. So I went to the WWE live show recently where AJ Styles where AJ Styles got hurt, and Dexter Loomis was there, and man, that crowd went. We went. The crowd loved it, and the reason I'm saying this is because with this match, I really feel like um the crowd was not cheering for Dexter. So it, it that just kind of confused me. Um but we see Gable having another good match that he loses. He did the same and at, uh, at the live event, he put on a good match where he lost. Like my point is here, Chad Gable needs to start winning matches. He puts on very good matches when he works with guys that either are better than him or, you know, or, or not, whatever the, the case is to me, it, it really looks like Chad Gable carries the match. So I, I hope he gets some wins, but the, the crowd was really dead, um, which, which was really weird to me, but that, that's all I got to say about it. Cause I don't, I don't really think anyone was interested in the match, but yeah. I kind of, I kind of was just, just because, like I said, I went to the live show. They did this match at the live show and they did it. They did it really well. So I I don't know. I was just surprised that they didn't do it better on TV. They did it better at a live show than they did it on TV. So that yeah. was kind of weird. I mean, they do that sometimes. They do have, you know, sometimes you go to a live show, you get better action. Um, Speaking of action, we'll take our first break after this. We see Damage Control walking backstage. And if you look quick, you see Adam Pierce talking to... MVP, Shelton Benjamin, and Cedric Alexander. So is the Hurt Business going to reform to try to stop the bloodline? I don't know. We're going to take a quick break and we come Shout back. Shout out Cody Rhodes for the video, too. That was cool. Of uh, what? 
You didn't see the Cody Rhodes video? What did I didn't really care to watch it? What was it? Just him saying he's coming back at the Rumble? It was just yeah, it was just like bunch of bullshit. But I just thought it was corny because like they could have just kept it for a surprise at the Rumble. But shout out Cody Rhodes. I can't wait for him to come. So he back. said he's gonna be in the Rumble match. No, but he just said he's gonna be at the Royal Rumble. He just he just said he'll be back. Oh, he's gonna be back. Okay, well, that's not really a surprise, man. I mean he didn't say when he's gonna come back. No, but it was just cool to see Cody Rhodes. I'm a Cody Rhodes guy. <laughs> you do a smile and a giggle. Uh, I liked him a lot when he was in AEW. You do a smile and a giggle. Do you have dimples? Let me see. Do you smile? I don't know. I mean, smile. I'll tell you. Hi. No, not really. I don't think so, no. <laughs> not really. I don't okay. think so. Anyways, so when we come back, we're going to talk about potential hurt business coming back. Vince McMahon actually coming back. I don't know. I want to get your thoughts on that. And uh, a lot more to talk about when we come back with our Monday Night Raw, January 2nd, 2023. We're off to a great start in 2023. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Uncensored Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm still Ant, your current and best longest reigning WWE pay-per-view champion of all time. And that is the eventual loser of the WWE Royal Rumble pay-per-view predictions because I am not going to give up this title easily. Introduce yourself, sir. I'm still Christian and I will be taking that title. But let's jump back into Monday Night Raw. Talk about some damage control. Damage control. So, yeah, so they come out. But before we talk about damage control, sir, hang on. What do you think about hurt business? Do you think they're going to come yes. back? Um, I don't know, man. Uh, we saw Shelton Benjamin um, do his 20 years on main event. So maybe that was his farewell from main event. Maybe they will bring him up on TV time. Um, I think he's super underrated. Um, Bobby Lashley's been off. For weeks, was it was it Benjamin? It was Benjamin Lashley and Alexander, right? Yep, they, with MVP. Yep. Yeah, right. So, you know, Bobby Lashley hasn't hasn't been on for a few weeks, um, and he's I've seen interviews where he has teased about uh it. So, I'm 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 excited, man, because uh, Sean Benjamin's very, very underrated, and he I deserves to be doing some. I love him, man. He's, it sucks that they celebrated his 20 years on main event. Yeah. They could at least gave him something small on Raw or something. Yeah, or Benjamin. post-Raw or yeah, after the show, post it on the YouTube channel or something. They could have done him a little better. Well, but, we'll see eventually what her business, what happens. But Damage Control come out to the ring. And Bailey says, we are in the home where damage control was created. Bailey says, we need to create, we need to address the Irish elephant in the room. I beat Becky Lynch, and it sure was fun, and I did it all by myself. That's when Becky Lynch comes out. Becky says, you act like you invented the wheel. I sound like her. Like you invented the wheel. But it's the same thing. You're a coward and a fraud. You feel comfortable in someone's shadow. The tag team is doing all the work and you get all the glory. Someone is eventually going to turn on someone. And Becky says, since it's starting in Nashville, let's finish it here tonight. And he says, no way. Find yourself a partner and fight these two instead. 
And Becky says, you know what? I'll fight them both on my own. So Becky challenges the tag, the women's tag champions, damage control to a handicap match. And the match starts. Bailey has control. She has a hip toss to Dakota Kai into EO in the corner. Control then attacks Becky until Mia Yim comes down. And it becomes a tag match with Mia joining forces with Becky. Um, Becky lands a leg drop to Dakota Kai onto the apron. Becky also nails a missile dropkick and gets a two count. Becky and Mia Mia have a double superplex to Kai. Mia Mia has a hurricane running to Kai, but uh, Becky attacks Bailey outside of the ring, which allows Eero Sky to nail an over-the-moon salt to Yim to get the three-fall. Really just a way to kind of put over damage control over Becky Lynch. What do you think of this? I mean, what do you think? I was just surprised that damage control got the win. Um, it was a non-title match. Um, I thought, you know, Becky was going to babyface and win it. But um, I thought the match was good. You know, it, it included some four really good women's uh, wrestlers uh, that we've seen. You know, I'm 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 happy Sky and uh, Dakota Kai are back because they've continued to uh, put on good matches like this. Um, I thought it was cool, you know, for I knew something with the damage control was going to happen. Because like you mentioned, uh, this is where, you know, they're in Nashville. This is where they debuted all three together. They came back as a group. So um, no surprise, but no surprise that Becky Lynch wasn't pinned. Um, they're trying to keep her, you know, her, her momentum going. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was just kind of a a, a, a a foolish, not foolish, corny way to finish it, but that's a heels finishing heel match like heel that's a way a heel would win a match so it just makes sense i just hope we get becky and bailey at the rumble i really want to see that um we see a seth rollins interview backstage really nothing new there we see country music singer jimmy allen at you know in the crowd um alexa bliss is then backstage and bliss says i gained control of bianca Belair's headspace and now she knows I'm the only threat and that the title is mine. And she basically says that she gained these new powers. So we're going to see this probably. Hopefully we get Bianca and Bliss at Rumble again to kind of see sell the score. Um, speaking of selling the score, though, Dominic Mysterio has a promo out. And Dominic says, I served hard time and I survived. He says, prison changes a man and I'm just getting started Mommy, I'll see you soon. What do you think of this new, harder Dominic Mysterio? I could kick his ass. This this makes him look like a little bitch. This is stupid. Ever ever since he's joined Judgment Day, he he he's just been less interesting than he was when he was doing his shit with Ray. I'm not interested in Dominic Mysterio whatsoever. I'm more interested in Logan Paul. Than I am in Dominic Mysterio. Um, Dominic Mysterio doesn't impress me. This was corny. I could kick his ass. This made me kind of kind of laugh. Um, I didn't even watch. I wa I didn't even watch it. I turned. I watched it on YouTube. I didn't want to fucking watch this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was very strange. Him on the way, and like it was just just strange. But this isn't strange. This is our main event: the WWE United States Championship on the line. The champion Austin Theory defending against Seth Rollins. Before the match, though, we get a promo from Bronson Reed. You know, 
good to see that he's back in WWE, I guess. But the match starts, and Rollins lands a sling blade, and he sends Theory to the outside. Rollins then nails a knee to the back of the neck of Theory while Theory is up against the ring, the railing outside of the ring. Um, Theory tosses Seth Rollins hard into the ring post, and then Theory nails a backbreaker, and Theory tosses Rollins over the announce table and puts the title in Rollins's face. Rollins tries to lift Theory, but his, he buckles, and Rollins looks to have hurt his knee. Rollins hits four, goes for hits a superplex, and as he goes for another superplex, Theory lands a second neckbreaker over his knee. Both men punch one each one another and both fall down. Rollins nails an enziguri. Um, Theory goes to leave with the United States title, but Seth lands a super kick and a frog splash, and he gets a two count. Bailey sends Rollins into the referee. Rollins need buckles again, but he is able to hit a pedigree and he gets a two count. Bailey then goes for a low blue, a chop block, and a town down in Austin Theory is still United States champion. I have a feeling that that wasn't supposed to be the ending. I think that because Rollins got hurt, they had to end it quickly. But still, even though Rollins got hurt, he got hurt early on, he still fought a hell of a match. I mean, Seth Rollins, it just makes me sad that he got hurt because Seth Rollins is my favorite wrestler right now. But these two had a match. Great, great main event to set off uh, 2023 for WWE. What do you think? Absolutely. Can, can you hear me? Okay. Absolutely. Um, You know, this was a fucking awesome match. You know, we, we've kind of seen this match. Um, I've seen this match front row, uh, you know, when they had this match on November 7th, when Theory cashed in, it was fucking amazing. Um, you know, they I saw this match at the live event. Uh, they keep doing this match on TV. So this is one match where I'm not sick of watching all the time because it's actually good every single time they have it. So they have really good chemistry together. Um, man, I hope Rollins' injury isn't isn't too serious, man. I We can't afford him to miss WrestleMania. Yeah. Anything like that? Uh, hell no, absolutely. Is he gonna miss I, Rumble? I, I oh my god, net no. I hope not, man. I I I hope not, man. Um, but th- like you said, this was a great main event to end 2023. The only thing I'm concerned about right now is uh, cause he was he was fighting. He he kept going and he, he was trying to sell it, but I I I can kind of know when. So I don't like know when it's like you're really bothered so like like for example AJ Styles like I knew as soon as he land I knew he his ankle was fucked just by the way he land so I I I hope a Seth Rollins is my main thing about this match was I hope Seth Rollins injury isn't too serious where he doesn't have to miss WrestleMania season which includes the Rumble anything like that um what do you think about Austin Theory now do you think he proved his point that he's no longer a kid I mean, I like he was, you know, I don't know. Um, I feel like, you know, they're going to have to do a little more with him. Okay. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, did he, did he beat Bobby Lashley at one point or did Bobby yeah. Lashley beat? So Bobby Lashley beat him, but I think he beat Lashley and Ra- I think he beat both Lashley and Rollins, I think. Okay. Well, I mean, his wrestling's his promos are good, no doubt. The I don't I just don't know if I'm a fan of his wrestling. 
I gotta, oh. I gotta, I gotta watch him. I gotta see what he what he does this year. Boston Theory, the year of theory. So because we're gonna talk about something else after we wrap up Raw. What was your moment of the night, quick for? And I'm gonna ask you another question. Uh, for this episode of Raw, right? What do you want to see happen next week? So give me your moment of the night, and what do you want to see happen this Monday on Raw? Um, my moment in the night was probably. I mean, there wasn't really anything too interesting to that like caught my eye, but I will say, I uh, I'm I'm gonna say the 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 uh, holy shit, Anthony put me on the spot. Uh, I'm just going to say the beginning segment. Um, it, that's always an exciting way to start a show. Um, so that, that was my moment tonight. Uh, what do I want to see on Raw this Monday? Um, you know, I, I definitely think they need to do, we need to update on Bel Air for sure. Um, I think we need another promo with, I think they need to start announcing more rumble matches next uh monday so i hope i think they'll do that actually um what else what else i i i would say seth rollins but you know he's kind of hurt he's hurt um we haven't seen the judgment day so maybe we'll see some action from the judgment day um my only hope is because the only reason i don't don't really know what to say about that is because i kind of feel like we've been getting the same shit by the same people every single week. I've heard, not to cut you off, but I mean, if they are, Jinder is going to come back. I mean, there have been rumors that Edge is supposed to fight Finn Balor at the Rumble in a Hell in a Cell match. So if the Judgment Day comes back, then Edge is going to have to come back if that's the case. So, okay, well, go ahead. No, I, all I got to say is it, it, I'm just hoping for next Monday we start announcing matches for the Rumble, at least one or two more. And Next Monday is where we really, like, we really needs to start the road. To Take Rumble. off. Okay. Take off. What about Hall of Fame? You announced at least one member of the Hall of Fame soon. I get excited for that crap. I am excited. Um, I, I don't know who who who. I want to say, man, call me crazy. I think Cena might make the Hall of Fame this year. He could. I mean, he's been there, you know, for a while. Okay, so. We're going to switch gears quick. Vince McMahon, you know, was all over the news yesterday. The Wall Street Journal came out and said that he wanted to come back. He is back. Yep, he wanted to come back. And then today, they announced that that he is back. So, what I'm, my understanding, and I could be wrong, is that he's the CEO, but he's not in charge of storylines or creative or any of that stuff. So Triple H and them are still going to be in charge of all of that. Um, a lot of people are thinking that he's looking to sell it, um, which is a scary thought because, you know, who knows what's going to happen with anything. When you sell your company, it becomes whoever your sellers, the buyer, whatever the buyer wants to do with it, it's going to become whatever they want to do with it. What do you think of this? I mean, Vince McMahon started this company why would he want to destroy something? I mean, we don't know this is what he's actually going to do, but why would he want to destroy something that he created just because he got kicked out? You did what you did, you know? 
This is a kind of yeah, I, I I agree. So from what I understand, I understand that he's he's working with sales. I did hear something about him, Stephanie and Hunter, like Triple H all uh agreeing on the same terms about you know the creative stuff. So hopefully that is the case. Um, you know, we we talk about Stephanie McMahon, we talk about Triple H, we talk about Vince McMahon. I don't think we talk enough about one person that is really important in all of this, and that's Nick Khan. Because Nick Khan's a CEO, a co CEO of WWE, correct? Um, yeah, on the board of directors, there's a lot of people. I'm pretty sure it's, it's like Stephanie and then oh, Nikon. Vince's back then, is it all three of them? I think the top three, because Triple H is just the chief officer of con, like chief content officer, like the C, 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 O. But like it goes like Vince, Stephanie, and then Nick Khan. But anyway, my point was with the reason I mentioned Nick Khan is because if you if you think Vince is selling the company, who would he sell it to? I think he would sell it to Stephanie. Wouldn't that make sense? Because you're right. Why would he want to build something? He he's why would he ever want to build something he created and especially something as the wwe why would you want to destroy that like you mentioned you you did what you did um the fans i don't and i I don't think he never i don't think vince mcmahon has ever given a shit about what we want and now we're finally starting to get what we want we're starting to see I genuinely think we're starting to see a new version of WWE, and I'm scared as hell that Vince McMahon is going to ruin it. If Vince McMahon comes back and has anything to do with the creative, I will put money right now. AEW will take over 2023 because this is the same shit. People left WWE because of Vince McMahon. People come back to WWE because of Triple H. If Vince McMahon, Steph, and Triple H, and Nick Khan cannot all four of them get on the same page, the company will take a shit. All their stars will go to AEW. That little T, not all of them, but, you know, those a few, I think, Cool. If that happens, I don't think guys like MJF would want to come to WWE when they're a lot of these AEW guys contract comes up this year. FTRs are coming up this month. So if Vince McMahon comes back and has anything to do with the creative, those guys aren't going to go back. And I know Triple H wants all those guys to come back. But so that, that, that that's a big concern there because not many of the superstars are happy with Vince McMahon it's creative. That's, um, that's why Sasha's not there. That's the reason why Naomi's not there. So I just I, got something from um I'm done finishing anyway. The only thing I want to say is I just hope everything I just hope everyone agrees that Triple H's version 
I just hope everyone agrees that Triple H runs the show. He does, and you're right, because we just got something that says that there was a um, WWE Zoom meeting, and basically it was business as usual. Talent was informed that Vince is back with WWE. However, Stephanie and Nick are still co-CEO, and Triple H is still head of creative. In fact, it was stressed that the data today will have zero changes at this time. Well, that's good news. Uh, let's just hope it stays that way. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh. I. Uh, Tony Khan made a comment, and he goes, "Everyone at work is being so nice to me these past twenty-four hours. I wonder why." It must be belated holiday spirit. CJ on TNT for rampage and battle of the belts. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I didn't know what that meant. He's basically saying that because people were like, you know, happy to leave AEW to go work for WWE because Vince is gone. Now oh. that he's back, they're all being nice to him because they're like, oh, now I have nowhere to go. I'm kind of stuck here. Is what he's saying. Pretty much. It's like, buddy, why are you fucking be a fucking boss and run it professionally? No, yeah, Tony Khan's a little. I don't like, I'm not a huge fan of Tony Khan. I will admit. Um, okay, so we got that going on. Uh, we know that uh, Mercedes Monet, Jesus Lord, Sasha Banks is uh in. Uh, Did you hear that crowd pop? No, I didn't. I didn't watch it. I just saw her. You know, with it was it were they loud for you or no? I could have heard me. I could have heard myself breathing. Oh, I'll have to I, pro- to I probably could have heard the wrestler. I probably could have heard her breathe. In the I'll match. have to. I'll have to see it. Um, she said. She said. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, she did a promo. She came out. The crowd was dead silent. She did a promo, and the only noise that the crowd made, she 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 called Kyrie saying, "I'm coming for you, bitch," and the crowd was like, and then I think one person went, "Woo." Like it was, it was embarrassing. It was I'll have to see it. I'll have to, I'll have to listen to it. I'll have to it's watch. A, it's very embarrassing. So a lot's happening. Um, we're excited for this week's of the Raw. This week's of the SmackDown is going to be. I'm just talking really fast. This week's episode of SmackDown is going to be really good. I'm excited for that. A lot of changes happening is 2023, and I thought we were we were off to a good start. I hope God please keep it going. Christian, thank you for joining me again as usual. I am your current WWE and the best longest reigning WWE pay-per-view champion of all time. Um, uh, heroes always get remembered, but legends never die. Always remember that. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Um, I I believe I'll see you again when we do Dynam- Dynamite or Raw. We have or... Dynamite coming up. You're going to be killing that with Dynamite. We have a huge episode of Dynamite. Sam, Samoa Joe and Darby Allen, Chris Jericho, and uh, Ricky Starks. Hell yeah. Big good, night. Good um, and then we have SmackDown, which we'll be recording soon. We got Broken Skull Sessions. We also have a lot of other stuff, too, Christian. We have the best pay-per-view countdown, WrestleMania 24. We got to record that yes, soon. Sir. A lot's happening. A lot coming your way. Stay tuned. Be safe. Happy 2023, and what a great start to Raw. Bye, everybody.